what does it mean when my theme music always makes me happy? That you picked That's a good the song. Right song. Yeah. I like it too. I, I know, right? It's just a nice little vibe. Another call out to Firelights. <laughs> I know we say that every time. Welcome to Work Hacks with Bossy Skirt. How's everybody doing? Awesome. Great. Good. How are you? Good. Feeling pumped up. Good. Feeling excited, energized. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tony. Since last episode, how are you doing on your side hustle? I'm doing. I'm already thinking about it. I'm already, it's already in the works. We need a name for it. Anybody have any good names? Fisher's fishing. Hey, help. yeah. His last name is Fisher. Oh my god. I got. Yeah, I have Fisher's too much fish maintenance. There's too much you can do with it. <laughs> Tony Fisher, the fish man. You don't even have to, like, your your it's, email is already, like, set up yeah, to be a pro- your professional Honestly, it is email. a Fisher. Dear God. <laughs> all right. I'm going to oh. rein us in because we all just had our minds blown. <laughs> and we're not going to turn side hustles into part two. <laughs> so this morning, I'm, I'm reading my news. And I stumbled across one of my most favorite quotes. I hadn't heard it in a while. Or it's not even really a quote, really. I guess it's just a phrase. And that is, tell me if you guys have ever heard this before. Comparison is the thief, thief of joy. joy. Mm-hmm. I have heard that. Isn't that such a but great saying? So it got me thinking, uh, plus I knew I was going to see all of you fabulous humans today, uh, that in this Instagram world that we live in and the curation of our PR personas that everybody gets caught up in. Uh, Plus, I had read um, something about, like, depression and loneliness being at an all-time high. And I couldn't help but wonder how much of this, yeah, is, you know, (laughs) related. So I wanted to talk with you guys about your thoughts on that because I I had a couple. You know, I always have a couple of thoughts. Um, Starting with the fact that I know I'm not supposed to move away from my microphone. Just go back to it when you're talking. You'll be good. (laughs) So, uh... I wanted to talk about running our own race because each of you are all in a very different phase of your career. It's a marathon. It is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Which is yeah, I just drop cliches around here. But like, it's true. I love them. Right? That's a good one. I love cliches. They're great. <laughs> They're cliches for a reason. Yeah, that's what I was literally just thinking. That <laughs> <laughs> when I was I was took the line right out of my brain. <laughs> so I wanted to talk, I wanted to talk about Oh, my God. Uh, Okay. I wanted to talk about comparisons because um, you guys have mentioned before on the show about are you as far along as you're supposed to be at this age? Are you as far along as your friends are at this age? Are you really – are you ahead? Are you behind? Is your definition of success being met? And I was like, you know, we've touched on that, but we haven't really explored it. And you guys all have so much going on. I thought, you know what? I'm going to ask the crew. The squad. Squad. Yeah. We can use a name. We need a name. We do. All right, but anyhow. The so BS crew. You, you, are really the, the, you are the no BS crew. No BS crew. You are the no BS crew. I like it. Uh, so I know for me, you know, if you want me to go first, I'll go first as long as I talk in my microphone. Um, <laughs> it can be really easy for me to get caught up in comparison to others because, you know, I'm 51 and left behind a really big career to go and do young professional career development, which there is no money in. Um, Yet. Uh, and, and even long term, there's probably not a lot of money in it, but that's okay, right? Because I made a decision that this is the way I wanted to live my life. And We're going to make you millions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I believe you. And 99% of the time, I feel really good about that choice because I made a conscious decision to say, this is how I want to spend my time and this is how I want to give back. But, you know, if I'm talking to people who now have three homes and they golf, I love to golf, uh, three days a week, sometimes I can say, oh, my God, what Mm. did I do? But, you know, I try and push that stuff away. But I'm sure you guys all struggle with your own version of that. So share with the group. I feel like no matter who you are, at some point in your life, you're going to feel unsatisfied with what you have, whether it's a bad day or something you know, happens and you're just kind of like, wow, why is this happening to me? And this person has that and this person has that. But you, you can't put yourself in that mindset and you really have to appreciate what you have because there's, there's always going to be somebody who has it better and there's always going to be somebody who has it worse. And if you just look around at everybody else, you're going to miss out everything that's going on in your life that you do have the chance to change, improve, not improve. But it's, it's on you, essentially. I completely agree. Just because somebody was born with this or they, you know, acquired that doesn't doesn't mean you can't, too. Okay, so back, so no BS squad. Do you feel that way 100% of the time? Or are there times when you're like, oh. I would be lying if I said I was confident in myself 100% of the time because everybody here can tell you I'm not. I try really hard to be. I try to be a good person. I try to be positive. I try to not be like the downer, the Debbie Downer. So how do you pull yourself out of it when you're feeling like you're not stacking up to your peers? Uh, what are your coping mechanisms? What's your advice to people who feel that you way? You kind of have to take a five-minute breather and calm down and talk to somebody who really appreciates you and cares about you. Okay. Because you go to them, you start telling them about your problems. You don't want somebody who's just going to be like, oh, yeah, that sucks. You want somebody who genuinely cares about you and sees in you what you're not seeing in yourself at that particular moment. If I'm having a bad day here, I'll go to Tony. I'll be like, Tony, dude, like I'm not getting this. He's like, Kelsey, you run audio fantastic when you're doing it like you got this or just an example you know mm-hmm. he'll be like support systems yeah and, and it helps and it makes you feel better and then you you really got to pull yourself out of it on your own yep. essentially yep but tony what do you do uh what do i do to pull myself out of it well, i does, that assumes well, that you're susceptible to it yeah i mean i am i'm, I'm definitely i mean ever i think everybody is i agree with Kelsey we're not on perfect that people yeah we can't say it. that would be really just a show <laughs> I don't know. That would be kind of lying if I said I didn't. But I um I think it's definitely something I, I struggle with, especially being younger, because a lot of my friends and a lot of the people that I associate with are still in college. So it's kind of weird because sometimes I feel like I'm ahead of the curve and then sometimes I feel like I'm behind it, you know, because um, when you go to a technical school, you get that one year of edu- that one or two years of education that not all not all technical schools, obviously, but um and it, it's not a degree per se. And so your friends are still finishing there and they're like, oh, well, I'm going to have again. And then we talked about what you're going to make when you get out of school. And it's like my journey just began a little earlier than most. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm I'm still kind of in school. Technically, I like to call this my so school. am I. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I definitely think that I don't sometimes I don't always stack up. I look at everybody else around me or mm-hmm. I see where I am and I'm like, well, Am I where I want to be? Like, you know, it's like, is everybody else still doing, still on a journey, finding what they want to do? And I, I just jumped on the boat and was like, this is what I want to do. And I, is it what I want to do? You know? Yeah. Um, Maybe I mean, the question is, is this what you want to do right now? Exactly. I mean, honestly, a lot of it is funny. It's, it's funny because my two jobs, you say a coping mechanism, but my two jobs, they 
counteract each other so well that I can go to my other job and de-stress. Mm-hmm. And it's the opposite of here. Exactly, mm-hmm. because it's just totally different than what I'm what it what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Um, that and just spending time with like friends and family. I mean, honestly, there's nothing better than going out with your friends mm-hmm. in the evening. Like buddies cheer you up. Yeah, always. I mean, take your mind off of it at least a little bit. <clears throat> Alana the hustler. What are yeah. your thoughts here? Well, I, I mean. To address Tony specifically, like I've always admired your the fact that you are so young and you are already in a career field. You have in this particular field, you have so many options. Like the options are kind of like endless, and it's overwhelming sometimes. And Absolutely, that, I think that's and I think that also is yeah. like part of the. Um, but as I mean, to bring it into what you're saying, as far as comparing, I look at myself. I don't want to say much older than you because I'm not, but. Still older, older than older you. enough. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. There's a there's a gap there. <laughs> older um, you know, and and I'm like, wow, like look at him. He has already been doing this longer than me. But and and yes, I do have a degree under my belt. That's that's totally irrelevant <laughs> because Either way, I've got the degree first, but I still went the same route you did. We went to the same school, just at different times. Um, but I look at you, and you are already like well on your way to making this field like your own. Oh, so thank you. Yeah. Can I piggyback off of that really quick? Please do. I feel very similar towards him how you do, mm-hmm. but I feel that way about you too. Mm-hmm. Ever since you've started here with Craig, you've been killing it. Well, thank His you. rundowns come in. They're there every every week. We have every day for what he's doing, and it's you know what you're doing. You and got this. I, and I think on your first day, you came up to me and said, "I have no idea what I'm doing. And I don't even know how to produce it. a show." Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just something that like it's a title you're given, but you're just like, "What does that mean for this particular avenue?" Like, so you know, you just ended up you end up making it your own and kind of teaching yourself along the way, making mistakes. And, you know, I didn't really have anybody to compare myself to in this particular job. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I guess that was probably a good thing. Absolutely. (laughs) I I see that too. It's like with the people that I'm I'm seeing, they're, they're progressing on their journey a lot faster. And I I notice that sometimes too, is like, I'm still progressing, but at a slower rate. And that's just, and it, it, sometimes that's very frustrating. You're still progressing. Exactly. You're Mm -hmm. still progressing, but sometimes that's really frustrating. And then you see it and it's like, am am I going to go stagnant? Am I just going to be here my whole, and then again, things that help you cope. You just have to remind yourself that. You're doing your best. That's not what you're going to be doing your whole life. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you do become stagnant, I kind of feel like that's your choice or your, like, that's just what happens if you don't keep. Yeah, you know, and that's training the, and learning new things, and that's what I'm afraid of. Expanding. I have to stay on top of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. keep my keep pushing myself forward. Yeah, especially sometimes. in a tech heavy industry, you're always gonna. It's have really to easy to just settle into stuff. your position mm-hmm. and just sit there and do your job. Mm-hmm. Just gonna I, keep on keeping on. I completely agree, and we're gonna talk about initiative on another uh, episode. But the <clears throat> the one thing I want to say to all of you guys, I just finished reading this article from this woman who went to her 30 year Harvard class reunion. And she came away with it with her number one feeling was that everybody who went into either the medical field or the teaching field were the happiest because they were in a position to give back and do well for others. Politicians, finance, all of the other lawyers, they uh, 
weren't as happy and most of them wanted to get out of their professions as quickly as possible and go focus on some sort of philanthropic or artistic endeavor. And it really struck me that that's who we are as humans. We create, we are creators. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean we're all artistic, but I think what feeds our soul, what ends up creating genuine happiness are those things that do well for others. But at this stage, we get so caught up in the race that we lose sight of that. And so I just wanted to tell all of you guys, don't worry, because at the end of the day, all of the things that you're chasing now won't matter 30 years from now. <laughs> It'll be how you feel, mm -hmm. the, the lives that you've improved mm -hmm. and touched, those that you love and care about. That's what'll matter. All right, well, good. Well, I think that wraps up this segment. We're going to come back and talk about some other things next. Come back for Work Hacks with Bossy Skirt. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. As a business owner, you're always looking to save money and cut costs where you can. And if you advertise on radio or television, you know it can get pretty pricey. If radio and TV aren't delivering like they promised, and you're looking for a more reasonably priced way to get your message to the masses, got an answer for you. New Radio Media. With live streaming and on-demand programming, your message can be seen throughout the day and you can worry a little less about cutting those costs. For more information, go to newradiomedia.com or call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999. Yeah, low-budget movie version. 60s TV version. Early 2000s high school pseudo adaption that eventually grows into the geek we all know and love version here. I'm getting paid a lot of money to be here, so listen up. Watch the Geektainment channel on newradiomedia.com. It's geek approved. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Welcome back, everybody. Gosh, they should really keep these microphones going on our breaks. Uh, <laughs> maybe not. We had uh, Tony and Kelsey giving Alana all kinds of props for being such a polished professional for uh, a woman of such a young age. She got embarrassed. Yeah, I'm not Aww. good at receiving compliments. Like, compliments. <laughs> hey, take I, it as feedback. I appreciate it, but yeah, I'll just look at it as positive feedback. <laughs> 
It is. <laughs> and uh, it actually is the perfect segue of the other thing I wanted to talk about. Because I know we talk a lot about hard skills here when we're together because this is very much a hard skill operation where we're sitting. But really, the thing that can make the biggest difference between success and failure, especially in your early career stages, are your soft skills. So you have obviously very formidable hard skills as a producer. But soft skills are something that everybody needs regardless of what their role is regardless of how goofy or silly or polished you need to be and so I wanted to talk a little bit about that because you guys have probably all heard that phrase but people don't always understand what that means soft skills so I'm going to throw out a couple and talk about them with you guys so the first one is um I'm actually I'm going to save the big one communication for the end because everybody says communication I will say this I want you to think about communication in three buckets what you say what you hear and what you write. Those are your communication skills. But let's let's put that in the parking lot for a minute. First thing, <laughs> first thing I want to talk about in terms of a fantastic soft skill demonstrated by a young professional is openness. How open are you to new experiences, new opinions? Can you be thrown in, as you guys were just describing, without a uh, net and swim quickly to keep yourself going? It's an incredibly important skill to demonstrate right out of the gate. Kelsey, what are your thoughts? I'm sorry. That? That's the teacher in me. When you she say she's openness, got, she's got the control do you mean, room. Do you mean like willingness or more like vulnerability or uh, neither? Uh, actually, I mean both. <laughs> I just want to make sure openness. I understand your yeah. Openness okay. to new ideas, to new okay, suggestions, so open-mindedness, to new everything. Right. Okay. Vulnerability can play into that. Willingness sure. to can play into that. Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I feel like soft skills can be like really, really useful too, though. Like as far as landing you that job, like I feel like if you just like if you if you can top whatever you're doing, like as far as your hard skills, if you can top that with soft skills, I think people people look at that and really will go oh, puts you wow, over the line okay, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely because i think it's it's just it's one of those things it's like you want that right that's the socially aware person in your mm-hmm. office exactly you know but i think people don't always know what that looks like so openness is one of the first mm-hmm. words i use to mm-hmm. describe it so we can call that a combination of willingness sure. and vulnerability mm-hmm. uh the other one is comfort with discomfort because as you guys all know you're going to be uncomfortable at work a lot mm-hmm. how well do you handle it that's a soft skill I pretend whatever's making me uncomfortable yeah. isn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> denial. Effective demonstration of denial. Okay. I, could call I, don't, I don't like let it like ruin me or my day. I'm just like, this isn't happening right now. Like, I, it's not. Nope. Okay. And then I let it go and keep on going. Okay. That just might... depending on what it is that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. That might work some of the time. Yeah. I, I usually let it go, but lately I've been finding myself just because of where I'm at. I've been feeling frustrated and like not like I'm moving, but I feel like I've 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 sort of get angry and I'm just like I just shut it out. I'm just like, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not F that. Deal F with that. It. Nope. I wish we could have just put you on camera. Yep. They wanna yep. I know it's no. <laughs> blow me, you know. Like <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of unfortunate, but it's just, like. Tony. 
sometimes that's, that coming. sometimes that's that makes me feel better really though. Feel. Sometimes that makes you feel better. It, it does. It helps you. So I think that sometimes removing yourself from the situation <laughs> is an appropriate response to discomfort. But there are other times when you're not going to be able and to you remove have to face yourself. It. Correct. Exactly. You might be in a meeting and you're pitching an idea that goes over like a lead balloon. You might be oh. getting a performance review and you're yeah. being told a lot of things that sting. Like there are times when you will be uncomfortable and leaving is not an option. So being able to fake it. till you make it. Well, like you said, you're pretending that it's not happening. Mm-hmm. That's one way to do it. Like in one ear, out the other, mm-hmm. over your head. Mm-hmm. And the other is to put on your game face and say, okay, got my flak jacket on, got my chin strap on. I'm going to take this, bring it. I'm professional. <laughs> <laughs> you got calluses. Okay. So. What? Calluses. calluses. I know, hard skin, but... No, calluses. You gotta build your calluses. Skin. Oh. Absolutely. Oh, right over my head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your early years are where you build all your calluses. I'm softy. <laughs> I felt like I built them all up, and then after high school, they all got shredded away. Yeah, you yeah, went... Because I was like... I wouldn't... I don't, I don't know what word. I, wouldn't, I wasn't mean, but I was like tougher uh-huh. coming out of high school. Uh-huh. And the world kind of just like... Softened you up? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Usually know. it has the opposite effect. I know, but I see all this like horrible stuff going on, and it like it makes me sad. It doesn't make mm-hmm. me like angry and like, mm-hmm. 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 you know. Well, that's an appropriate response, I think, sadness to all the shit it's, that's yeah, going so on. It's like it bumps me out. Yeah, but when I think about like your particular industry, uh, your your side hustle, back yeah. to a previous show, if you want to go into the film industry, man, you're going to need some calluses, girl. I know, I got to build a back up. Absolutely. That shit be harsh out there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doggy dog. Yeah. Uh, I think the other thing that's important uh, is what I call the right amount of independence. Because when you're new, when you're young, uh, a lot of times you don't always know. I'll always giggle. Remember the one? Where do they keep the coffee? You don't always uh, you don't always know what it is you're supposed to do. So you ask for a lot of direction, instruction, feedback, help, whatever, mm-hmm. which is great. But also being resourceful and what I call the right amount of independence because you also have to stay in your lane uh, that demonstrates to your superiors that don't worry, I'm going to be able to figure this out. I'm going to find my way around. I'm not going to come and ask you every five minutes where XYZ is. I think that's a really important skill to demonstrate. The right that amount you can pick of independence. It up, like what well, you're what you've been told and shown. And, and Absolutely. I guess, yeah. I guess I don't want that to come across the wrong way either per se is like my I mean, yes, that is my response, but in some ways it's almost like my I don't care whatever somebody else is gonna say, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna handle it. It's gonna get it's got it it's whatever's gonna happen, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. And that's I feel like that was more what I was getting at. And if that's <laughs> if that's delayed, I'm not trying to say I just I want to like just be gone. I just want to leave the situation because mm-hmm. that's that's not the case. <laughs> Instead, you're gonna steamroll over him. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's steamroll over it. And if anything gets, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's probably a better a better descriptor of it. Oh, okay. Well, there's a lot of material there. I don't think you really meant that because I know who you are. Yeah, yeah, and you know, in like the right way. Yeah, the right amount of steamrolling. Yeah, I I read the situation. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So soft skills essentially are the things you can't really teach somebody. That's exactly right, but they can be learned. But one of you used the words like observe, right? You're gonna you're gonna pay attention to all of the nonverbal cues in your workplace, and then you're gonna see what works, what's mm-hmm. effective. It's all about human politics, basically, right? Mm-hmm. 
And then we save the biggest for last because everybody says communication. Oh, communication skills are so important. Blah, blah, blah. What the hell does that even mean? It means be in front of your fucking microphone, Jenny. Let's start yeah. there. No, no. <laughs> so speaking, how articulate are you? How approachable are you? We were talking on uh, earlier in the segment about how warm and approachable you are, even though you're incredibly professional and polished and capable. So obviously that's part of it. Listening which in my experience is probably the most rare and uncommon excellent communication skill. I agree with you there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A lot of people talk, but a lot of people don't listen. (laughs) I feel like we need to. I have two favorite sayings there. One is, we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I like it. And the other one is, uh, listening does not mean that you're quietly waiting for your turn to speak. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which is what a lot of people think. Yeah, they wait for our response to throw back. They don't actually try to just take in what the other person is saying to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had just actually read the other day that Jeff Bezos, his number one indication of intelligence is somebody's ability to change their mind. And what I loved about that is nobody can effectively change their mind and their opinion from one position to another if you don't listen. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. And so being open-minded yeah. and, <laughs> and probably, you know, the other things that... Comfortable you know, with discomfort? Yeah. The right exactly. amount of independence? Yeah. All of those good things. And then lastly is the writing because uh, it matters. We are a content creation machine nowadays in almost all areas of business. And so being able to hone your writing skills is a super, super important skill And one of the things I always suggest to folks is just find examples that you think are good, whether it was something that you read that was persuasive, that was funny, that was interesting, that was compelling. What made it so? Copy it. You know, Picasso said that good artists borrow and great artists steal. So if you're not a great writer, go and find examples of great writing, at least that move you, and then copy the shit out of it. But think in those three buckets when people talk about communication skills. How you speak, how you listen, and how you write. Awesome. So, yes, Tony, you are 100% correct. If you take all of that stuff, put it in a box, and say, in addition to my technical skills, here are all of my interpersonal skills, my soft skills. Are you going to get the job over anybody else? All damn day. <laughs> Something to think about. Yeah, which ones do you think you're uh, the best at? Um... Definitely not all of them. <laughs> None of us are. Um, uh, probably, I like to think I'm good at listening, and I try to communicate for the most part. I think those are the two that I, I, I'm strong at. And I, I, I like listening to people because I think it's important because people, a lot of time now, they just want, they don't want to listen to you. <laughs> so if you listen to them, it can kind of almost in some ways change their mind. Yeah, you're like training them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? I, yeah. Oh my God! You're still listening to me. I love you. <laughs> Very so I true. Like those are mine, but I could definitely like work on some of that. I mean, things like being, un- I guess, being okay with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. and like things like that. <laughs> you're not steamrolling over a situation if you're yeah. angry about it or upset. You know what's going to help you get comfortable with discomfort? Walking into strangers' homes and maintaining their saltwater fish tanks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How many times can we do this? Like in every it's episode? all tied <laughs> together. It's <laughs> worth it. Oh, oh, I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, gonna hire all of you guys to help me. That's what's gonna happen. I'm getting you my don't marketing have to hire team. Us. We're here for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, that was everything I wanted to say about soft skills. I, I think the last point I would make, um, Kelsey, in your world, 
uh, of both. What what would I call you anyway? Technical? What 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 is all that? I'm unique. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know what kind of title I would, I would give. Are you talking about as in like my workplace yeah, here, or what just, I strive for? Because I strive I, for so many different things. Yeah, I know that, but no, I mean, you I call a, myself an audio video production team member in a way because I create this stuff. Okay. So I was thinking producer too, but then I didn't want to get that confused it's with a little Alana's different producer. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I've done that work as well. Correct. But I think I, of it as administrative production and then mm-hmm. technical production. Yeah, yeah. Is that the right way sure, for me to yeah. think about it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I think about that in your space, and we talked about this a little bit about how important the soft skills are going to be uh, on, on a set, but um, you have very, I think, very strong soft skills. Thank you. Were those acquired or, as Alana said, you know, these are things that are... Are, are you born that way? Do you just have those innately? I mean, if you look at both my parents, they're both definitely interesting individuals, and I think I took a lot of good qualities from them growing up, but I had to learn a lot on my own going through and then after high school. It has not been an easy-flowing past 10 years. I've definitely fallen and had to pick myself back up a few times. Yeah, why did high school make you so hard? It was rough. Oh, I feel you on that one. That was like of all the things. Oh. <laughs> we don't want to talk about high school. No. <laughs> okay, well, that'll do it. Thanks, everybody, so much. Thank you. Join Thank us you. for another Work Hacks with Bossy Skirt. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Girl power! Detroit. It's the home of some of the world's most talented artists. It's where techno and Motown were born. It's a city where you can experience raw, untamed rock and roll. I'm Ben Rose, and I'm inviting you to join me weekday afternoons from 4 to 5 for the Motor City Juke Joint. I'll have interviews with musicians, info on what's going on around town, and a playlist curated by me just for you. It's all right here on NewRadioMedia.com.